0: get ready to laugh out loud with wise and nerdy the show hosted by two hilarious dads who are bringing their unique blend of wisdom and nerdiness to the airports from sharing hilarious anecdotes about their own experience giving advice on navigating the ups and downs of life these two dads have got you covered That's not all. They're also obsessed with all things nerdy, from comic books and sci-fi movies to video and board games. So whether you're a fellow dad, a pop culture fanatic, or just in need of a good laugh, tune in to Wise and Nerdy. Join in the fun. That is kind of a really long intro,
1: but I dig the music so much, and honestly... (laughs) If you if you've never heard the show before, and you hear that, you know what you're getting into. Get it, get it into, get, into, get into, into. <laughs> Well, what, what's the phrase I like to use? I use it on something. You were Don't threaten somebody. me with a good time. No, I know it's me and Dennis. I was thinking of somebody else. Cool. Uh, sorry, Joe. Uh, so, Joe, wow. how's it going, man? <laughs> it's going good. It's going really good. Yeah. Last week, uh, Joe Joe messaged me. He's like, hey. Uh, got a migraine, you know, can't make it. And I'm like, whatever, whatever, unprofessional dad, whatever, if if this was the mom show, they would show up every time. I'm just saying, I just (laughs) say, no, so we will probably, I think, yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit uh, later on in the show, but right now we're going to start with the question of the week and it is, what is your favorite cult classic movie?
2: <laughs> oh man, do you want to go first? Do you want me to?
1: I shall let you go first.
2: Okay. My favorite cult classic movie has got to be Big Trouble in Little China.
1: That's a good one. That's Such a good one. A
2: fantastic movie. Uh, got to love me some Pork Chop Express.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man with with kurt russell and just it it's so funny and um like i don't know it it has such a good vibe to it to me i just i i love it i i watch it probably so, about once a year
1: and, and again in standard charles fashion uh if you're catching the patreon pre-show some of that came up earlier uh one, Joe. Look at my microphone. Look how beautiful this is, right? I got a nice little phone filter, and <laughs> it makes me sound better. And it keeps the <laughs> out whatever sibilance, <laughs> whatever that is. Uh, so I just caught a, a glimpse of myself on the camera, and I, I got all all enamored by myself. So, but Joe, I totally forgot we were doing this question and that this was your answer because we did prep this uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were recording or doing our live show and. And I'd say all that to say, I saw on TikTok the the uh, cause it, it's, it's, I don't know what are they called it's ninja samurai. It, it's the, the, the three bad guys, right? The, Not the, the main, three guy.
2: elemental guys. Okay, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. There's almost one. There's almost always somebody cosplaying as them at dragon con,
2: you know, and, and they're or the three in, like, storms. That's what they're that's, called okay, in the, the, the show. Storms. The three storms. And I'll be honest, I don't remember
1: what storm this was, but, he took the clip from the movie and had a split screen, right? So the clip at the top was the the storm doing that special, all the moves when they first landed, and the clip at the bottom was the actual actor on his own TikTok doing it. And he had he was smooth as butter, did the exact, <laughs> he did it all. I'm like, had man, it all down, still, so good, so good. And I would have sent that to you if I remembered that you loved this movie. I've seen it a few times. My all, all of my kids have definitely seen it. Uh, my wife loves this movie, uh, and I think, oddly enough, cause it doesn't seem to fit in her style of of movie-going and watching, especially as a kid, which is when this would have come out for us. Uh, but when do you think, because uh, I know we could Google it, but uh, Big Turtle Little China, was that late 80s, early 90s? Um, mid-80s,
2: mid-80s, 86-ish, I think. I'm pretty sure 86, because that's the year I was born. I'm pretty sure it was it, that's when it came out.
1: Okay. Arrogant. I'm trying to be all young and stuff <laughs> on the show when I was four. I mean, 80, I'm, I'm only 80, 10 years younger than you, Charles. I don't care. if live forever, Joe. Why do you got to be like 86
2: that? 86 was just such a good year. Big Trouble in Little China
1: came out.
2: The Legend it's of Zelda came cigars, out. The worst cigars like, ever.
1: <laughs> Uh, uh, horrible year for naming kids they all got bland white boy names I'm just saying it, was, it wasn't as good as Joe tries to make it out
0: to
1: me uh, thank you Mike oh, for joining. so along the same kind of lines now Big Trouble in Little China is a comedy but it's very out there right? sci-fi over the top some, some cheesiness to it but I think Big Trouble in Little China did a lot of that some of it unintentional. I think they try to take something serious that just it holds up as comedy, but not as serious. But a lot of things, obviously, were, were supposed to be funny. Uh this one is a serious, like it's a legit made for sci-fi. We took ourselves seriously when we made this movie yeah. movie, but it was made, I want to say, in the late 70s. Uh think Flash Gordon. Not not the one with the E, the A. Flash Gordon. And this uh. is ah, Yeah. And but it was that that, that late seventies, early eighties, big hair and and you know, uh just the, the gaudiness that was that era, right? Crow Krull, <laughs> Krull, K-R-U-L-L it's kinda alone as a it's a sci-fi movie, it's way out there. It's fantasy sci-fi. And the Kroll is a blade. It's a five edged blade that you hold in the middle and you kinda feel like a frisbee, and you kind of catch it like a boomerang, and you try not to cut your own hand off. And I'm underselling it. Because so I'm telling you, every time I've told somebody about this, I went, hey, how, there's more to it. There's a cyclops that can see the future. There's a, a, a shape-shifting kid. Or no, not a kid. There's a shape-shifter in it that turns into a puppy for a kid. There's a moving castle. that, <clears throat> excuse me, The evil overlord. Skeler, Skeletor Vader I don't know Darth Skeletor Who I don't know who lives in this castle but it, it's you know it moves at daylight every time and shows up yeah it's not on a streaming service I've had to buy it on Blu-ray Joe's putting that in the notes um, it's it's and I'm sure it has to be a rights thing for streaming but I'm telling you I I can't describe this movie other than every time I've gotten to this point in the conversation. You're not
0: the Alpha Nerd. What are, what are you doing changing your title and your nickname, sir? That, no, It's been like that since we no. started the call and you're just now. No, all right, all right, all right.
1: I'm going to pick a movie from my birth that my daddy made me see because it was my birth year. No, I watched something of value and you're the Alpha. I hate you so much. So... Every time I get to this point in the conversation, I'm like, okay, okay, look, just give me two hours. Come sit down. Let's watch it. And I I do. I have it on Blu-ray or or DVD or something. I have it on a medium that can pop into a machine and and watch it right now. And every time I've done that with somebody, whatever it is, hour and a half, two hours later, they're like, holy crap, I get it. Good movie. It holds up. Fantastic film. Yeah, you, you can't really describe it. It's It's... It's so hard to put into words. So it, that is definitely a cult classic. And I'm going to assume, since you're not jumping in, you've never seen this film.
2: Nope. I have never seen this.
1: You need to watch it. Uh, but yeah, you know what, Joe? You might find it at your public library. Some public library systems <laughs> will rent movies yeah. out. Uh, I don't know what they do nowadays. I haven't I haven't had the opportunity to go to my library. I used to go all the time. Um for years when my kids were little we'd go over there every week and you know at that time they were checking out you could check out dvds uh and computer games is most of was really progressive then before we stopped going you could get uh a digital checkout of some books and and whatnot um, which i didn't do much with so i don't know maybe now you could go there and there's a digital well it's not streaming never mind all right just find it, Alpha Nerd. And if you're the Alpha Nerd, you can find it. get on Amazon and, and buy it.
2: Apparent, apparently, it afterwards got published as a Marvel Comics.
1: That Marvel I did Marvel not comic. know.
2: Yeah. A comic book adaptation was created after the fact. And, yeah,
1: okay. I, I'm telling you, Netflix or Marvel or anyone that's worth their salt Man, I'd even watch Lionsgate version of this, but it'd be a much darker version of what we got, whereas like uh, Netflix might be a lighter version of what we got originally. Uh, This is due for a reboot. This is due for a reboot. One, not a ton of people have seen it. Two, with today's technology and stuff, it would look so fake. That's the only time it kind of falters is when the main protagonist is going up against the main evil villain with the crawl, and you can just kind of Apparently tell that weapon is on. called a glaive. I'm sorry. You're correct. It is. A it's been a hot minute since I watched this thing.
2: Well, so because I was looking at the Wikipedia page for Kroll, and apparently the glaive was used by one of the characters in the movie Ready Player One. I That's don't think right. it was. I don't think it was used in That's the book. Right.
1: It was because I went, oh, look at that. And here's a trick, Joe. Did you not know the best way to get clicks on the internet is to say something wrong and have people correct you? I'm just like <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I didn't I you if anybody's listening to me for more than a minute, you know I didn't do that on purpose, but I'm gonna pretend like I did. So you can email us wnn show at
2: you know what? You know, what? I've got i I've got a question for people. Okay. What? You ready? What is your favorite? Fantasy or sci-fi weapon? Like, I want an iconic weapon. I don't want like some generic, you know, person's sword or whatever. I want I want something like the glaive. I'll even let you go with a lightsaber if you want. Even though you know, everybody Mm. in the Star Wars universe has a lightsaber. It's a cool Mm. weapon. I get it. But what's 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 your favorite fantasy or sci-fi weapon, and why? What makes it unique? Gotcha
1: I want Why to hear that. that and where where can they where can they send that in? They can send it in D- to that, well, of course, once recorded on another episode, uh, they can tag it on Spotify. You get our podcast through Spotify. you can mm-hmm. uh, answer the question there, and we read that on the show when it comes through. or of course, email us WNNshow at gmail dot com
2: or if you don't like sending in emails, you can go to wiseandnerdy.com dot com slash call dad. And you can send us a speak pipe.
1: It's the question of the week. Mike, 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 Mike. Come on. I know, buddy. I know. I, are you smelling toast again? It's okay. We got you, buddy.
0: Roll that dice. There you go, Mike. You're
1: back on your game, buddy. All right. We have number three. Oh, Shibby. I still didn't flip over to where Mike's stuff is. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, you said this one. Call your daddy. Leave a voicemail. wiseandnerdy.com dot com slash call dad.
1: Uh, I have not uploaded his newest one So Sorry, sorry. This is on my me, Mike. But here we go. Help me, Daddy. So that's number three. Let Daddy decide. And we are talking about ah, oh, we just mentioned if you listen <laughs> on Spotify. We've got some yep. of our previous questions. So what daddy, us daddies, we're your daddies. You know this. We may not be your father, but we're your daddies. We're going to decide if these are valid questions, just like you would with any child, right? You're like, hey, kid, what do you think? And then when your child spouts off something stupid, Joe, what do you do?
2: <laughs> you mock them relentlessly. Yeah, I mock them relentlessly, because how else are they going to learn?
1: <laughs> All right, Ray. You ready? you ready
2: to get that salt on, Heart-
0: Joe?
1: Are you really a dad if you've never mocked your kids? Are you really a dad if you went, uh, uh, well, they'll figure it out after they really get shocked. I just, <laughs> all right. No, just me? Okay. So this one was from episode leadership, the Gideon principle, and nerdy delights. Oh, it's a nerdy adventure. If you could bring back any TV show for another season, which Ooh. one would it be? And Varen says Jericho. Ooh, I've heard good things about Jericho, but I've never actually seen it. I, I'm going to say I saw a good portion of it. I cannot tell you I've watched the whole thing. I do know I've seen some of it. And I, maybe it's a time I watched it. I don't know, but there were, there were I don't know. I just, I kind of remember being middle of the road. Like, and for me, middle of the road means... There were some moments like, man, that was really cool, or I'm into this part, and then there's a lot of moments going, eh, that just it just broke the show for me, or I didn't care for it, or whatever else. So that's what for me middle of the road is. But uh, are you looking up the synopsis? It, but,
2: um, I was also looking up where to stream it. So apparently it is on Paramount Plus. So if we wanted to give it a try, because you and I both have Paramount Plus, so.
1: Maybe I don't. I don't know who Varon is. I'm not trying that show just because they wrote it. They keep for no, writing in but bleh. I've I've heard other people say that it was good.
2: So apparently it's a post a post-apocalyptic setting.
1: Yeah.
2: Um it's it, Jericho, barely. Kansas in the aftermath of a nuclear attack on 23 major cities in the US.
1: Yeah, is uh,
2: is the general setting. Yes.
1: So that's what's an ish. You know, when you say post apocalyptic, I think of stuff like fallout or, you know, it's been done for a while. I think it's the first episode. You see the mushroom clouds go off. So it's like yep. only post apocalypse by, uh, five minutes. So, but it, it is yeah. interesting. It does. Well,
2: do that's still technically post. That <laughs> is after. true.
1: That is, that is true. Um, you know what? Take it on. Cause if I have some time, I might stream some of the episodes. Um, but I, I do know we talked about this. I think when we talked about this question that it, I, I suffered from what would happen up until really up until the era of streaming media, where Netflix is buying shows to either continue them or give them one last season or, or whatever uh, it went and left on a cliffhanger, I believe. And then just got canceled.
2: Well, and it, it ended in two thousand and eight, so I wonder if it was a victim of the writer strike that happened. Yeah,
1: yeah, oh, that hurt a lot. Cause,
2: uh, yeah, because uh, cause the writer strike was two thousand seven to early two thousand eight, late two thousand seven, early two thousand eight. Yeah, so they may have already shot everything for that last season, and then it it got canceled because of the writer right. strike.
1: And fortunately, could have been. And today's day and age, there's another writer strike going on as we record this. There and, is. Uh, but I was going to say, fortunately, while I, I, I'm not getting in the middle of it, I'm sure they do need more rights as far as getting paid. Uh, it's one way or the other. But it's not going to kill a show. Right? Yes, yeah, some shows shut uh. down. But it's in the media. It's the age of streaming. Everything streams. Right? If NBC made a show, it's on Hulu and Peacock. If ABC made a show, it's on Hulu. If And, and possibly on Disney Plus. Right? It, you know, so on and so forth. So... In the previous days, where everything was on ratings and you had to do week to week and you had to get those numbers, a rider strike did kill a number of shows because it got canceled, never came back because oh, how we get the interest again? Well, or ruined shows like Heroes. Oh, yeah, I was gonna bring up Heroes. Yeah, Heroes died. Heroes, it didn't, it didn't die technically. True. Well, I meant story wise,
2: but the story was like. yeah. They drop, they dropped story plot lines left and right between the writer strike happening. So they were like, "Oh, let's write it ourselves." And then the writers came back and they're like, "Okay, we're getting rid of all, all that, of you that." Said, yeah. "That's dumb." And, and so, and yeah, yeah it,
1: it didn't, it did not take the fans into account. I will say, coming, I'll come back to my point in a second. But I will say about heroes, the TV movie they did would be what would be the last season, but it's like two hours or three hours, or whatever it was was decent, had to deal with time travel and resetting some things. So it helped, it helped give us that taste again of what it could have been without getting us too hungry because they weren't going to go forward and without yeah. really trashing everything that came before. I enjoyed it. The very last
2: Yeah. Time. I mean, Heroes Heroes peaked in season one.
1: Yeah. And it didn't have to, but it was a Rider-Strike thing. So coming back to what I was saying, I don't believe this Rider-Strike will destroy shows because we're in the era of everything streams. So what's the best way to do things other than, Hey, guess what? We're back. And we just, you just short in the show, right? In the middle of the season. And then now we're back and here's another season and people can get on whatever app is the parent app and catch up and binge watch, right? It doesn't rely necessarily on, we have to get 15 million views on a Thursday night at 8 p.m. Otherwise we're canceling the show, right? It can, it can go for less. That's all I'm saying. Uh, 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 war warrior. Dang it. What's it called? Uh, I think it's called warrior on HBO max. Uh, it's, it's uh, a Bruce Lee written show
2: from just a few
1: years back. Uh, warrior. Yeah, it is warrior. Uh, you, well, you say it that way, sir. And yeah, it debuted a few years back and then they did in a second season pretty much immediately. My wife and I loved it. The actors in it are phenomenal. The martial arts are mwah, just the best, right? It is. A hundred percent. I looked it up because I was, I was reading Bruce Lee all over. I'm like, no, this is how Bruce Lee used to act. and This is how he used to write things. And this is how he would do fight scenes. This is, this got Bruce Lee written all over it. Googled it after I watched the first two episodes. And sure enough, Bruce Lee had originally written a bunch of scripts or a bunch of stories about this kind of thing. It's, it's set in the, the early days of immigration in San Francisco and Asians are coming over into America and how they're treated. And it takes the whole idea of Chinatown and it goes nuts with the martial arts and the gangs but not too nuts i mean my wife i would consider as a normal person when they view shows as i says, I'll watch crazy stuff uh but she won't <laughs> and she loves the show i at the end of season two i good we were hungry like, oh man it got canceled no more now each season is self-encased i mean that next season builds on it but it's not like oh if it doesn't come back you're left hanging each season is self-contained so that's good so at the end of season two I was like oh well that was a great two seasons but i'm disappointed And that was like two or three years ago, season three, two
2: years ago, 2021.
1: Season three is out right now. It's two episodes in, man. And we are, (laughs) I was so, I did not know. I saw no fanfare, got no advertisements on my TikTok, which I got, I got all kind of max advertisements when they're chasing the branding. Anyway, I digress. It is, (laughs) they do use language and. I think there's some random nudity tea every once in a while. It's very not a very big thing. The language is mostly the thing. Bob telling you if you like period pieces and if you like martial arts and you like Bruce Lee. Oh, so good. It's so good. <laughs> um all right. Another question here. So get ready to get salty. This is from TV show revivals, beat strips, fire frenzies, and reddit royalty. Oh, well, it's a nerdy adventure. This is from a very controversial listener. Uh-oh. He says, Uh-oh. I want Charles to be proud of standing up for Supernatural. Truly one of the, oh, yeah, Which, what do you want us to be proud of is the question. I want Charles to be proud of standing <laughs> up for Supernatural. Truly one of the finest television series of all time. Joe needs to hush his mouth. <laughs> I never said I, I de- disliked vacate. it. No, Devocate came oh. out of the woodwork to spank you down, sir. Favorite kid. I- I'm I'm
2: proud of you. I've watched I've watched like eleven of the of the what fifteen seasons, so it's not like Mm. I wouldn't have watched that much if I didn't enjoy it. It just I I maybe eventually I'll finish it.
1: Devakate is a good son. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) All right, this is from Cesar, and he says, "This is oh sorry, this is from the episode." Uh, this is before I get the branding right. This is from, uh, the, we called it point five. It was one of the last things we did on uh, Pokemon Go, uh, before we made this as whole thing and launched it. So it's called best advice, Dr. Stone anime, bad dad jokes and more. And, uh, what is your best dad, bad dad joke? Cesar says doesn't have to do with the question, but I just wanted to say that I love your show. I came for Pokemon Go. I saved for Charles and Joe. And then he puts. Why can't a nose be twelve inches long? Why can't a nose be? Don't 12 even in- play like you don't know, Joe. Okay. Why not? I. Because then it'd be a foot. Why? <laughs> why did both of you make me? This is why you're adopted, Caesar. This is why you're adopted, not by me, by Joe. I gave you up. I'm- no son of mine. No. All right. Roll that dice righty, then. Number two. Who does number two work for? It works Who for Joe. Who does
2: number two work for
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is another movie that I'm surprised that you you saw. <laughs> because it's it doesn't it, it seems like Oh yeah, daddy. Uh, that's what it seems like it seems like oh yeah daddy and that's the thing you'd watch personal story in my belly yeah (laughs) it's just so raunchy for a joe movie oh man but that is not the story so you had a migraine last Thursday right and you're prone to these from time to time right I am. It's true. It's because you broke out of the animation, Family Guy, and you're struggling to keep a real life persona going on. It just breaks you sometimes. But I get it.
2: Somehow. I'm having withdrawals from seeing fighting chickens. If you, uh, oh, I
1: love the chicken. <laughs> um, If if you you haven't seen uh, uh, Spider Verse, have you seen? You've seen the first Spider Verse, right? Yeah, I haven't so seen the second. You can. You, you're glitching being in the in the non animated universe, I'm, Peter. But that's okay. But so You, you could have gone You could gone with uh, Wreck-It-Ralph glitching. I just saw Spider-Verse. that Earth. one wasn't necessarily painful. Spider- I just Verse saw Spider-Verse 2 Earth. Electric Boogaloo the other day. So that's the one I went to. Which, by the way, just for the studio recording purposes, I named this Wise and Dirty July 6th. Back in action, the sequel. Return to doing things a second time. Totally live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's what's on Twitch right now, I think, is is what everybody is seeing. Um so I called you during the week and we were talking about, I don't remember what, a bunch of different things, you know, oh, we're talking about game night and how to do that and, and so on and so forth. And I, I checked on you, like, yeah, man, I don't know, man, I'm not feeling good. And so I was like, what's up? And Joe, Joe was like, yeah, and I had to explore my secret tunnel. I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Why are you phrasing so
2: weirdly?
1: So or, what were you or talking or
2: as my kids call it, having a camera shoved up your butt.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
2: Yeah, so uh, I had a colonoscopy last week. Um and I I'm you know we talked earlier. I was born in 86. I'm only 36 years old. Um and so most people don't start getting colonoscopies until they're 45, 50 years old. Um and but My family has a family history of colon cancer in their 30s. My grandpa had colon cancer in his 30s, and so did my sister. And so I knew that I'd have to start getting them early. Um, And actually, this was my third. The first time they did find – it wasn't cancer, but they found uh, stuff that could have developed into cancer. They call them polyps that they remove. Um And this time they did the second time they didn't. So anyway, but what sucks the (laughs) most, but (laughs) but what sucks the most when it comes to a colonoscopy isn't even the procedure itself. It's drinking the solution that clears out, clears out your intestines, like clearing out your intestines. You know, you got to, you got to spend some time in what's it called on the, on the porcelain throne.
1: What's it called?
2: the, the what the stuff, the stuff that clears up. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Oh,
1: you should, because it's in the name of what is it's a lie. The name is a lie. It's what, called what is
2: it called?
1: Go lightly is what it's called. Uh, yeah. No, you don't You don't go lightly <laughs> at all. We've we've mocked that name in the medicine world for a very long time. When I worked in the oh, ER at a hospital, That's where I learned about it. Like, yeah. And you had to drink you're not exaggerating. You have to drink like a gallon of it, don't yeah. you? Yeah.
2: Yeah, you've got to drink what it tells you to do. And I guarantee no one actually does this, but it's like drink eight ounces every 10 minutes. I'm like, unless I'm bringing it to the bathroom with me, I ain't drinking eight <laughs> ounces. That, that first minutes. eight ounces
1: hits and your body's like, oh, lightly is not the word, buddy, buddy.
0: But uh, it is but, cool that
1: that 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 plastic soldier you swallowed when you were eight finally came uh. out. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that <laughs> drink is just so nasty, and it's it's <laughs> thicker than water. Oh, I know.
1: Ooh, like I know. Oh, so, so well, the, uh, someone
2: the some the other day when I was telling them that they're like, no, you, you mix it with water, it dissolves. I'm like, no, it is. It's it's, is. it's thicker than water. It's not. It's not quite syrup, but it is. It is. Thicker than water, and it is just
1: gross. You want to know what? And one of the big whoa, things that said ugh. it. Uh, sure. It's uh, uh <laughs> suc- sucrose, I think it is, which is a a, a binding agent. Mm. And I say it's a binding agent because I I remember again looking at the bottle, going, wait, I recognize some of the ingredients. Went to my gum, I I chew dentine ice. Sugar, it's sugar free. It's got tons of flavor. It really does freshen your breath. Love it. Learned it. When I was a paramedic. Uh, you know, you get up at three in the morning and you're like going to, I'm going to treat Joe for his migraine going, Hey, Joe. And it, you know, the smell sets the migraine off. Or so started chewing dentine ice. Same chemical, is in it? It might be desanthine, It might be, uh, Zorbital. I think it's Zorbital is what I'm thinking of. Not sucrose. It's Zorbital. Uh, but it's, yeah. So in little bits, it keeps coming together. It's great. And gallon size, it makes you poop mm-hmm. your brains out. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's not, not, it's gross. It's,
2: it's like, I, I,
0: watch out for the bedside.
2: Out of, out of all of it, that is the worst part. Luckily, though, um, when I got to the, actually on the way to the hospital to have the procedure, um, they called me were like, hey, we're running early which, you know, that never happens at a hospital, right? When you go to see a doctor, but they're like, we're running early if you can get there. I'm like, well, we'll get there when we get there because we're already on our way. Um, And so the reception for the check-in took like half an hour. But once we actually got down to where the nurses were, where, where we go to the procedure, they were like, Hey, fill this out and then go, you're, you're going in. Cause they're waiting on you.
1: you kid.
2: And so it, it, it was super fast and, and whatnot. And, um, they're like so, 20
1: bucks on the dresser.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. And I, I I remember I coming out of it. I, can't. I, I had a, I don't remember the dream now, but I, I rem- I remember telling them I had a dream about tears of the kingdom. <laughs> while i was under oh yeah and, uh, that
1: game feels like a colonoscopy too sometimes
2: yep. Yeah, right no uh yeah that's what the korok studio um so <laughs> yeah so it, it, but the moral of the story though is this is it, as as much as the procedure while well, drinking the stuff really sucks um Colon cancer is one of the most easily preventable cancers out there. And so, just I just I caution people to be proactive and to know their family history when it comes to it because it, I mean, it's, it, I would rather drink that stuff than get cancer. So,
1: <laughs> right.
0: that's one good daddy. I mean, I, I get
1: it. I get it. If if you or a loved one have suffered from methylcyolala or a colonoscopy, donate to your daddy. Patreon.com
0: <laughs> slash lines <laughs> <wise or nerd. laughs> That's not the button do it, but it works so well. Oh, roll that dice, man. Roll the dice. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> Number five. Oh, we need this. We need this. Uh, no, everybody, you know, help us out. Love us a little bit. But it is uh... time
0: for a commercial break. Call your daddy. Leave a voicemail. slash call dad. Time for the commercial break dance party.
1: No, there's a drop coming. Come on, drop. <laughs> oh, coming. Nice. Uh, all right, that was that was worth the wait. Uh, that was that was good. Takes hot minute to get there. I do wish, in any kind of EDM or house music, that they would. Kind of get to the point a little bit faster. Look. But that's that's what good minute into the song. But a nice little build up there. So this is uh, Stream Beats, is where all this music is from. Uh, so we very much appreciate them letting us use that music. All right, man. Hit it one more time. All righty. Number one. Why? <laughs> because then um, I just know. I just know this is not a happy. Why? You know it's Mike. Is it BS? No, it's not BS, Mike. Every time Mike is the voice, we don't get a happy ending.
0: Mm. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> All
1: right, <laughs> what are you nerding out about, Joe?
2: Ah, uh, so. This is not something that I would normally watch. I'm going to preface it with that. Um, So my wife and I, we decided to give a try to like, we were just perusing Netflix and we decided to give a try to a show called night agent.
1: And they advertised the crap out of that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, they did.
2: Um, And so we're watching it and we're, we got, we got hooked on it. And by the time we got hooked on it, then it starts laying the F bombs Uh. a lot, a lot, like a lot, a lot. Um, but we were already hooked on it and we're like, you know what? This once we're just gonna, gonna power through it because this, we were, we were hooked. It, it's got a real good story, but it, it has a lot of F bombs. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so it's the, the main character is, a, an agent that works in the white house and he sits at a telephone that rarely rings, but when it does, it's because a night agent or a spy is calling in because they have issues. Like this is emergency services for the spies. And so
1: (laughs) time operator, how can I help you? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, And so it, it, it's got a real good story and I, I liked it a lot uh they're to be honest the the f bombs weren't even needed in my opinion, like sometimes okay, are they ever
1: needed in your opinion
2: uh there's sometimes when I'm like no yeah i, I get why they used it, and that doesn't mean necessarily mean they're needed, but like these a lot of these were pointless ones where uh, instead of trying to emphasize the situation yeah like um you ever see the movie Antitrust?
1: for right I have.
2: And there's it lay it has it's PG-13 so it lays one that one pl- F- That
1: made you pause for a second like, what Nugent. are you doing? <laughs> Cuz that's um, the real F bomb kids. Farfanging. <laughs> uh
2: no, for my kids the F bomb is flatulence. Wow. Um wow. No, uh and it has one F bomb, but it emphasizes the severity of of the character's opinion of the other character. Like
1: Yeah, yes, okay.
2: And so they're I when they're restricted to one, like in PG 13 movies,
1: yes. I yeah.
2: I think they they go out of their way to make sure it counts. Whereas when they're not restricted, they become meaningless, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be another I'm gonna put that in our bank of of questions. Uh what was your favorite you know, PG-13 F-bomb moment, because I'm about to share one, but I have more. But anyway, I put that for another <laughs> show. Uh Actually, I'll save it for the other show. But uh, so nine Agent, you're recommending it.
2: Yes, if you're willing to put up with the F-bombs, which, I mean, in your case, I'm sure you you would. But... um yeah, no, yeah, it's. I, it, I, just, I, I liked that. the story, and apparently, it's. My wife said that she read somewhere that it's already been confirmed for for a second season. All right, so it ended like it ended well enough that it didn't necessarily need a second season. So I'm curious to see where where they go with it.
1: Yeah, I I, I did. They pushed it really hard, but here's the thing: when Netflix was advertising it and pushing it the clip they showed didn't tell me anything about it like it's like I have no idea if I'm going to like this or not and I've got so many other things on my list I'll just wait so I'm glad to hear that you liked it might give it a shot Uh, I'll tell you what I'm not nerding out about right now is Tears of the Kingdom man they broke the uh, the 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 secret tunnel, not your secret tunnel, but the, the one. Uh, the kingdom broke my secret tunnel. Yeah, to, to, uh, you know AI, you know our our lord and overlord, overlord. I, about, I was about to tell the wrong joke. Our overlord mm-hmm. Chat GPT is going to give a suggestion of a uh, secret tunnel as part of the the message, the the title for this show. Um, Tobias's cavern, Tobias's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the newest update, they broke that one. Oh, I, I hate it so much, man. I, I, I turn know. off your auto update. I forget, but it's too late <laughs> now. It's too late now. Now what the? Um, in case they fix okay. it, it's broken.
2: So. There are still a couple of glitches well, left.
1: Eh, but yeah, everybody's like, oh, the secret. Wait, now one. I don't need to dupe a whole lot of things. I'm not trying to get a thousand of them. I'll let you. T- I think you're going to. I know what I'm talking about. But anyway, hold on a okay. second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, listen, 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 Joda. Joda? Linda? Listen, Linda. Linda, Joda. You're now Joda. Hoda. <laughs> oh, that makes me Kathy Lee. I don't know if I like that. Um, so follow the brain. I'm back on track. I promise you. Tears of Kingdom. I don't yes. try to spoof a lot of things, but it's like, okay, we go through some bomb, uh, f- uh bomb plants, right? A lot, you know a lot of. This. So I'll, I'll do those. Uh, I'll Ooh, do- those should.
2: I don't think they broke a. I don't even know if it's technically a glitch. There is a way to get a bunch of those pretty, pretty
1: easy. Oh yeah, where you grab it from the, the- from the guy that's throwing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I need to put a brave stop in here. So talk about whatever you want. I'll be right back.
2: All right. So, um, Tears of the Kingdom has been a blast for me. Uh, I have finished the, uh, main storyline. So I do know all the, the storyline, uh, spoilers for everything that happens. I'm definitely not gonna, gonna spoil it here, but, um, I've seen a lot of people commenting how they felt the storyline was, was weak compared to other, um, Zelda games. And I, I've got to disagree. I actually, I really liked the storyline here. Um, it, I, I liked it in general. I, I really liked tears of the kingdom. I would be very surprised if it didn't win a game of the year, uh, because it, it was fantastic. A lot of people were going into it thinking, Oh, this is just going to be a $70 DLC for breath of the wild. No, they, they transformed it a ton. um, I think I mentioned this before, but my my biggest gripe about the entire thing is the way that you activate the champion abilities, uh, the sage abilities, um, because in Breath of the Wild, the champion abilities were just... Seamless, like you didn't have to do a whole lot. You could integrate it into your combat pretty well. Whereas the sage abilities in tears of the kingdom, you have to run over to each to whatever sage you're wanting to talk to and say, let's go and click on them. And that activates the beginning of their ability. And usually they have a secondary trigger to activate them. Uh, and so I think that they could work. Uh, that out a lot easier like the um, for instance the d d pad down literally the only thing that it's used for is for whistling they could easily easily incorporate that into the champion abilities um, for instance um read while holding zr which is the button that uses your your bow while holding ZR, if you pressed the D-pad down, it should activate her electric field. Um, for Tulin, if you're on the ground holding R, which is the ability that lets you throw stuff, if you're holding R and you press D-pad down, that should, quote-unquote, throw the gust of wind. Um and so uh, j- just little things like that to make it easier in battle. If you've got your shield out with ZL and you press the D pad down, it should use, uh, Yanobu, um, Yonobo. uh, that it should sh- either shoot him at the target that you're targeting because ZL lets you lock onto a target as well as use your shield. But if you're not target locked, it should just shoot him forward. And so things like that. I mean, that would be super easy. Like he could even hop onto your shield if you wanted to, like while you're holding it down and that, I don't know, there's different things. And then for Sidon, um, if you were holding down, say a, and then you press the D pad down because a is just the generic action button. Uh, So if you're holding that down, you press D pad down, it should activate side shield. Those simple things would make them so much more usable in combat, it would be just ridiculously better than the system that they've currently got. And I, I really hope that um, they patch that because the, the community has been pretty vocal about about that. It, it could be just way, way better. Um, anyway, hey, Slim Shady, thanks for, for popping in and, and wishing us happy affiliate anniversary. Uh, yeah, I didn't even realize this was our affiliate anniversary, which is... Kind of funny though that this is our anniversary because it's also the anniversary of Pokemon Go, which is what we we spun this show off of. We had the Pokemon Go podcast for um, almost seven years, and so yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom, fantastic game, and it's it's been interesting to see what um, Zoni Creations people are making with Ultra Hand. Um, for instance, recently it was discovered that you could rip a chunk off of a, um, an elevator. And the chunk that you rip off has some unique characteristics in the game code because it's in like, it's supposed to be like a metal bar is what it is. But the game code, because they didn't expect anyone to get it off of there, um, it's ridiculously light. It doesn't conduct electricity, even though it's it's looks like it's supposed to be metal, um, and so people are making interesting like flying machines and things like that with it. And so it's been really really interesting following the community and seeing what different um, Zonai creations people are coming up with. And a lot of times they're using glitches in order to facilitate it. Um, so like uh, getting unique materials. Uh, fusing it to a weapon or a shield and then duplicating the weapon or the shield so that they can get more of that particular item so that they can use it in their, um, Zonai creations. It's been really, really interesting to see the creativity coming out of, um, the, the fan base. And I've seen just a ton of amazing builds. um, and my, my kids are loving it and I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> my, my kids, uh, they, for a long time and they, they don't, they're not complaining about it anymore, but they were complaining about Rivali's Gale or well, rather not having it in tears, of the kingdom, um, or as they almost always call it Ravioli's Gale instead of Rivali's Gale. Um, but Yeah. Yeah, in general, fantastic game. I'm curious to see what they're going to do for the DLC. I doubt this will happen, but I would love to see um, some DLC where you play through Zelda's story in Tears of the Kingdom. I'm trying to be intentionally vague, so I don't give anything away, but I would love to see um, some DLC where you play through her version of the story Um, and like some side quests there. Um I would love some DLC that ex- explained where some of the Shika technology went cuz the like the ancient technology is gone. It's just completely gone. Guardians are gone, the um shrines are gone. Although the guardians you do see like bits and pieces of it, it's pretty clear that the um that Pura and Robbie uh, commandeered a whole bunch of that stuff and that they have been experimenting with it. Um, even if they've, even if they had just made an offhand so I've seen a lot of people complaining, like, where's all this stuff that used to be here. Um, but yeah. And I kind of wish the towers were in the same locations as the previous towers and just had the updates from, um, from Pura. Um, but that's not exactly the case. Not one-to-one anyway. um, There, there's just, there's, there are a few other things that I would like to see in the future though. What I would love to see is a Zelda game set in the, um, in the time period where they, in the, in it, in Breath of the Wild, they mention it and they elaborate a little bit more in Tears of the Kingdom with a, an ancient hero. And he, he's not quite human, um, but he's not quite Zonai either, Um, he looks to be some kind of a hybrid. I would love to see that as a game. I'm not sure how well received it would be by the general audience, but I think the, the more rabid fan base would just eat it up. Um, because it's not. Even if, even if it was a reincarnation of Link, which it could be, um, a lot of the different heroes are reincarnations of Link. He doesn't look like Link. And so I could see a lot of people being like, mm, I don't know about that. Um, but I would love to see that game, that turned into a game in the future. Because people are like, where do they go from here? Um, and I'm curious if... Uh, they do, so they, the Mario movie was well received. I'm going to go off on a little tangent. I'm curious to see, cause they've talked about possibly doing a Zelda movie, a Legend of Zelda movie. I'm curious to see what, what that would look like if they're going to go for one of the different time periods. Cause there's technically a loose timeline between the games. Um, cause for those that don't know in the lore, each of the different games is, well, not every single game, but um, most of the games are a different uh, reincarnation of Link and Zelda, um, and so they re they. He's called the Hero of Ages for a reason because he reincarnates, and so um, I would love to see what they what they would do with a Link uh, with a Legend of Zelda, as long as they don't go um, uh, with with some of the the sayings from the 80s cartoon uh
1: wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> that saying is that the uh, no sorry that was uh, uh, excuse me princess yeah. Oh my oh
2: God. Yeah.
1: but yeah so sorry to uh, bail on you sir that was a dragon con call nothing super nothing to get excited about yet but we had a, a question of something that might go down for us uh so, but I was just
2: waxing eloquent about Zelda in general. Well, i mostly sure, Tears the King.
1: I'm sure it was it, pretty awesome. good, good stuff. Roll that dice and make it okay. a six. Okay. <laughs> it is a six. Bad bad daddy. <laughs> yeah, yes, because I don't like ending with bad
0: dad <laughs> jokes.
2: All right. Let me preface this by saying you know what an arakocra is.
1: I don't think we can say that on a family friendly show, Joe.
2: <laughs> I, I and, don't think and,
1: kids do and, not Google that.
2: Do an arakocra is a bird person in D anD. d Okay. Okay. Uh, if you saw the D anD. d movie, there is an arakocra at the prison.
1: I haven't seen uh, it yet, but I do actually look forward to seeing it.
2: Okay, so what do you call an aracocra cleric?
1: okay I know I know in a PG-13 movie you can only say one a bomb and you've already said it three <laughs> times so we're gonna have to put a rating on this I don't know Joe it's gonna hurt me what do you call a bird person cleric mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you, you
2: call it a bird of prey oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I heard P-R-E-Y, which made me laugh even more. So I get it. It's dumb the way you said it. I'm very disappointed in you. But the way I'm thinking about it in the Catholic Church made me laugh so that's what it was <laughs> oh he put up the hands for prayer oh, man, uh, good stuff no no, no <laughs> it's not good stuff but it did actually kind of make me j- laugh but I totally thought it was a different it was a different thing uh, that you're talking about what do you love so what do you love I, 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 we, can you dig it and we can dig it, we can dig it, um, Joe, You brought this one. You're talking about young justice now, let me preface what I know about young justice. I have seen a few of the episodes, and already already, I feel the internet rage. yeah, I see your face, I see your, when I say a few of the episodes, I see your face. I may have only seen the first episode, and it was good. I kind of got it, but I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, i stop being so disappointed, man, you're not my daddy. You're their daddy. We're their daddies. You're you're more like I no. I don't know if that makes you the sober Karen. Anyway, Young Justice, people go insane about this thing, right? There's like three seasons. Everybody, I mean, it's like a, don't talk about anything if it's not Young Justice. I mean, there's such a Harley Davidson, Star Wars, caustic, but strong fandom of the show. I, I don't know, man. It's, it feels very divisive.
2: Oh man, it is so good. Uh, so Young Justice is um, a kind of a, a more mature, slightly darker version of Teen Titans. They're still oh yeah, no. St- they
1: jump into like abandonment by parental figures. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. And instantly, it's crazy. Oh yeah, no. They they go into some some deep topics. Uh, like there's still some humor there, not not anything like Teen Titans, and especially not like Teen Titans Go. Um,
1: but Teen Titan, yeah, by no, the way, it, it was phenomenal. Go is oh yeah, Go is for littler ages. Yeah, oh yeah, they changed audiences. Yeah, which well, is um, that's fine. But yeah,
2: yeah, and apparently. Teen Titans Go has better ratings in general, which you know that's fine. It's it, Teen Titans Go is, I mean, is not for me. I loved it. It,
1: it. Teen Titans Go got my kids into the world of comics, along with um uh World's Mightiest Heroes. I think is what it's called, but it was the the I call it like the Tyco version of Marvel. <laughs> uh, which it yeah. was still good, but anyway. Yeah, my my kids love
2: Teen Titans Go. It's just it's not I fun. loved I love Teen Titans, and so when I look at it, I'm like, this is not seen Titans
1: don't watch Titans on, uh, on max. Uh,
2: yeah, that, no, it's
1: not, I, it's not what you're
2: going to I, I saw the previews and that's not for me either. Um, but young justice, fantastic. And so the, the opening episode is the, the sidekicks being brought to the hall of justice and they, they think <laughs> that they're finally going to be in the Justice League.
1: And it's like, it's like bring your kid to work day, really.
2: Well, uh, well, and kind of, yeah. Because they're brought to the Hall of Justice, and then um, one of the sidekicks, Speedy, who is... Flash um, No. Speedy is, the, is an archer. He's Green Arrow's sidekick. That's right.
1: He's, he's uh, Which the, the they little actually make, that runs really fast from somewhere down south.
2: Now, that's Speedy Gonzalez. I don't even um, <laughs> Love, it. but but no, they actually they actually make that the like the the general uh, public is like, hey, that's Speedy. Oh, is that Flash aside? Like yeah, they, they make that, that joke. joke it. Yeah, it was good. Um, and so he's like, this isn't even where the Justice League meets. This is just for the the public. They meet <laughs> uh, they they meet up in space on the Watchtower. Yeah, the
1: Hall of Justice is like going to Huntsville, Alabama, <laughs> and going through Space Camp. You still don't get anywhere near the actual. NASA. Yeah.
2: And so what, what ends up happening is the, the sidekicks are like, well, no, this isn't what we wanted to do. We, we want to be heroes. We don't want to be sidekicks anymore. And so they initially go about it without without the permission of the superheroes but then ultimately they they have the permission of the heroes and the heroes help them out a little bit but they give them their own missions and so it's um Robin Kid Flash Aqualad um and then they th- that's the main three right off the bat and then they collect a few people and the, sometimes the team changes and there's a time skip between a couple of the seasons as well. And yeah, and it, they, like you said, they, they hit on a lot more mature topics. Um, and they cover it. It's, it's a great, 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 great. Um, although it, it was canceled and then brought back and then canceled and, Brought back and canceled again. Yeah, like
1: every season. So, like the first season they got canceled, then they did a second and they got canceled, then they did a third. And that's it, right? <laughs> Only three seasons? So
2: there's four seasons. Okay. The first two seasons were done by Cartoon Network. The third season was done by DC Universe. And the fourth season was done by HBO Max.
1: I will say, in my personal opinion, HBO Max has had a great track record with their own animations. Uh, right now, specifically thinking of Spawn, uh, which is definitely not for mm, you, but it was. Yeah,
2: Spawn, I haven't I watched. There. I, I, I have actually seen the Spawn movie. Well,
1: you don't mind that it's violence and some demon uh, imagery, really is really yeah. what it comes down to. So, yeah, I think you'd be okay with Spawn. It's, again, it's been probably decades since I saw it, but, but yeah, I mean, it. So, which season is your favorite season of Justice? Ooh. Um probably
2: season 3 Outsiders. My wife and I are currently uh, rewatching it cuz we've seen it before. Um and so that might change after we're rewatching it, but uh I think season 3. And season 3 and season 4 were broken up into two parts when they initially aired. Um, so that, but there's, it's still one continuous season. Um, but yeah, in, in total, it's just shy of a hundred episodes. So it's pretty good. Good stuff.
1: Good stuff. Indeed. So when you hear the thunder roll, it should make you think of Big Trouble and Young Justice. That's the show tonight, everybody. Thank you very much for coming to play. We'll see you at Dragon Con. Dragon Con! Crap. Stupid things stop working.
0: <laughs> Follow these nerdy dads on social media. Charles at Rock God of Podcasting. Joe at Joseph underscore Ard. Check out the website, wiseandnerdy.com. And as always, they may not be your father, They'll always be your daddy.
1: It's called a crawl.